Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. The U.S. Grains Council is working hard to continue to maintain and grow existing trade relationships while also expanding into new areas. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report and Brent Boydson. Chairman of the U.S. Grains Council says the only way to do this is through positive relationships. We've been very active in Asia, Latin America um, over the years. We have a good uh, foothold in North Africa as well. These are very, very good existing markets for us. Um, So Korea, Japan, Taiwan, China, Mexico. And we do work to maintain those markets because you always have to to work to maintain what you have. We're also looking at expanding markets as well. Uh, West Africa, different parts of Asia, Southeast Asia. Uh, We recently opened an office in India. It has been open for about one year. We're the first cooperator group, U.S. cooperator group, to have an office in India. And we we fully expect that to uh, be a very, very good return once everything fully gets up and running and operational. What specific challenges or opportunities do you see for exports in the global trade landscape? So obviously there's some issues going on with the Red Sea, the Panama Canal, global uncertainty that we deal with every day. Take me through some of those big logistics and everything that's happening. So we are seeing a fair amount of challenges. Uh, water levels, you know, domestically, water levels on the Mississippi River have been a focus for our export customers and our export partners around the world. Uh, Panama Canal continues to uh, present challenges with the low water levels and the premium that is bringing now and getting through and the, the challenges that that's going to be moving grain through the Panama Canal to those Asian markets. Uh, we're also seeing, you know, trade protectionism pop up. You're seeing countervailing duty cases uh, pop up in markets around the world. And we continue to work through these. There's processes to work through those. We work with Foreign Ag Service at USDA in these specific markets. But there's also opportunities. What we've seen is Customers of U.S. corn, they're very appreciative of it. Uh, They appreciate the quality of it. The milling capabilities of it, it, it's higher in starch. So we are seeing some very, very good movement of U.S. corn into some of these um, existing markets that are increasing. But you're also seeing it move into developing markets as well. And it's that quality that really brings it to these markets. Are there specific regions or countries where you guys are focusing your efforts? I know you mentioned a few earlier, but really what strategies are you guys using to help us get more markets? The best strategy is relationship building, and we are focusing on new areas. So for my chairman's year, my focus is West Africa, and we actually just had a mission trip to Senegal. Uh, We spent time in the Dakar and the Dakar area, and we're starting to see some of the fruits of the labor that have been put in there. Uh, We work with the Moroccan Poultry Association and Tunisian Agricultural University on feed and training program. We met with one of the big feed mills in Dakar, Senegal, and because the head of the mill had gone through those programs, he was now importing DDG, U.S. DDGs, into Senegal to incorporate into their, their livestock rations. So we are starting to see uh, we've been having work in Nigeria. Nigeria could become a very, very good ethanol market for United States. So it, it takes relationships. It takes a long time to develop these. But once you develop them, then you're going to start seeing um, good benefits. Because with West Africa, uh, Senegal and Nigeria are kind of the, the gateways to West Africa. And when you look at the exploding population that we're going to see there, it takes time. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into some very, very good relationships there. 
How are you guys working to engage your members to gather the insights or priorities related to that international trade? What are they telling you? So we have a process um, where we have different advisory teams. Our members are broken into advisor teams. You have uh, Middle East Africa, you have Western Hemisphere, you have sustainability and innovation, you have ethanol, uh, uh, you have trade. So our members during our meetings, we have two meetings a year, and in fact, we have one coming up, our International Marketing Conference. Our members will meet in their action teams for a few days. What's going on? Where do we need to focus? Do we need to change a focus? And they will look at these issues, and then they will come back and make recommendations to the board of, hey, we think everything is going well, keep this focus, or what we thought was going to happen hasn't happened and we need to return a focus here and then the board will respond to that. How are you guys navigating the potential trade barriers that were experienced when it comes to exporting? The trade barriers are a challenge. Uh, we see them, whether it's legal, whether it's non-tariff barriers such as a, a sanitary, phytosanitary, and each one you just have to work through individually. Uh, there are processes in place to handle these. Um, again, that's where our relationship with Foreign Ag Service at USDA is, is so critical because USDA can have those government-to-government conversations that, that need to occur, and then we can work with our, our customers and importers as well to get that information and to get whatever is needed to help boister the case that, you know, this, this actually does need to go away. Looking ahead, what do you see as potential future challenges or opportunities that we should be looking for ahead or you guys are kind of preparing for even in the future? So I'm very optimistic on U.S. corn exports. Uh, When you look at the foreign markets, the way they like the U.S. corn, we're we're a reliable supplier. It's good, high quality. It's very easy to turn into the products they need. I think we're going to continue to see that pull in the marketplace. However, there are concerns with the trade barriers, the protectionism, the changing geopolitical uh, environment, and how that will bring more challenges to the process. So that is concerning, but all we can do is we can work through them as they arise. That was Brent Boydston, chairman of the U.S. Grains Council. He added that planting corn, sorghum, and barley have several things in common with developing beneficial relationships with overseas end users. They both take time and preparation, and both are long games. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker. Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.